Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Saturday, the 29th of October. Flyers back in action tonight. A week with four games Saturday to Saturday. It's Carolina tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Then a three-game road trip that'll take the Flyers on Tuesday to New York to take on the Rangers. Wednesday to Toronto to take on the Leafs. And next Saturday to Ottawa to take on Claude Giroux and the Ottawa Senators. So tonight, back at it. First look of the year against the Carolina Hurricanes. And Rod Brindamore's team off to a good start. As you can imagine, uh, when... His team's always very diligent, well-prepared, and uh, that's what you'll get, a team with a lot of responsibility as well. Of course, they've had some changes as well. Tony D'Angelo, no longer there. He's here. And to take the place of Tony D'Angelo, they made a trade for Brent Burns. So uh, a different dynamic for sure for the Carolina Hurricanes, but in a lot of the statistical categories, as you'll see in a moment, you'll see they're right up there amongst the top in the NHL. Not at the top of the division. That would be the Flyers at the top of the division through seven games with a record of five and two, ten points. In second place, it's the Devils who've played eight games and a record of five and three. And then the Pittsburgh Penguins, seven games played, nine points. And Carolina with seven games played, a record of four, two, and one, also with nine points. It's the Islanders uh, below them with eight games played, a four and four with eight points. Caps with eight points. Rangers also with eight points, three, three, and two. A little bit of a scruffy start for the Rangers to start the season. And Columbus Blue Jackets sitting in the eighth spot through nine games, a record of three and six, and already minus 12 in goal differential. Pretty hard to believe. The Canes come into this game having lost last night against the New York Islanders. So they're on a back to back, and the Flyers have not played since Thursday. Uh, so you got to take advantage of that situation. They had a 6-2 loss last night in uh, at home against the New York Islanders. So they get the Flyers tonight. They head out on the road for just one game. Then they'll head back home and take on Washington. And the Flyers will look to string two in a row together with that win they got over Florida. The 48-save performance from Carter Hart. And look to get another win and two points in the standings against a very good Carolina team. Now, who leads Carolina statistically? Well, we know about some of the good players they have, and he is leading at the top. That is Sebastian Ajo. In six games, he's got four goals, five assists, and nine points. And also in six games, Andrei Svechnikov has got seven goals, two assists, and nine points. Then it's Martin Natchez with eight points, and Brent Burns, the aforementioned, four assists on the year. He's got four. So they're your statistical leaders for Carolina. But where do they rank amongst the NHL teams in the in some of these categories? I'll take uh, goals for games played, Alex. And goals for is 13th in the NHL. They are averaging right now, uh, again, small sample size, 3.33 goals per, per game. The Flyers, conversely, are ranked 24th in the NHL with exactly three goals per game. What about goals against per games played? We talked about Rob Brindamore and that system he plays, good structure. Well, right now, the Carolina Hurricanes, third in the NHL, allowing the third fewest amount of goals per game at 2.33. The Flyers, fourth in goals allowed per game at 2.43. Power play percentage. 
14th on the power play is the Carolina Hurricanes, 22.7, and they're dead tied with the Flyers at 22.7. Pretty close on the PK as well. When you look at the PK, they rank 17th in the NHL at 78.3%. Flyers are at 77.3% and 21st in the NHL. Shots for the Carolina Hurricanes, 6th in the league, 36.3 shots per game. And the Flyers come in 29th in the NHL at 27.1 shots per game. Shots allowed, and this does take into account the 51 shots the Flyers allowed uh, the other night against Florida. Uh, But the team that comes in, Carolina, comes in third in the league, allowing just 25.8 shots per game. Flyers pretty far up there. They're allowing the fourth most in the NHL at 35.6. So it's the Flyers and the Canes tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Like I said, Flyers look to get uh, two wins in a row over two very good teams, Florida and Carolina. We'll see if they can get the job done before this three-game road trip going to New York, uh, Toronto, and then to Ottawa. But we'll see a new face tonight as well. It'll be the debut of Kiefer Bellows. He will be in the lineup for the Flyers tonight. Of course, they acquired him the other day, picked him up off the waiver wire when he was waived by the New York Islanders. And Kiefer is our guest on this episode, and he joins us now. Kiefer, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I imagine the last couple of days have been pretty dizzying for you. It happens very fast. What's it been like uh, since the process we were put on waivers and then claimed here in Philadelphia? Yeah, I found out I was put on waivers um, you know, two days ago now at this point, but uh you know, yeah, obviously a stressful 24 hours there. But once I found out uh, Philadelphia, you know, uh, claimed me, I was super excited. And, um, you know, I knew uh, so much about this organization just through uh, people playing for it and just by playing against them all the time. And, I mean, it's such a historic organization. I'm uh, really honored to be here. It's There's a lot of opportunity here. But let, let's talk about some connections that you have. You played in the U.S. NTDP program. So uh, I imagine that you have a few guys that you've come across and, and know a little bit before you came here that are Flyers now. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Joel Farabee being a USA NTDP guy, uh, you know, him a little bit. And then uh, Noah Cates as well, being a Minnesota guy. Uh, Nick Sealer is a guy that I've trained with before in the summer in Minnesota. So just some uh, small connections there. And uh, it's uh, nice to have some familiar faces, but everyone's been so welcoming and uh you know, uh, nice to me. So uh, it's a close-knit team, and I'm excited to be a part of it. You came through that NTD program and uh, landed you a top uh, first-round pick, a 19th overall pick. You know, what's it been like getting into the NHL? And and then, you know, you maybe didn't get a lot of opportunity with the Islanders, but there's so much opportunity in front of you here right now. Is that how you're looking at it? This is a great opportunity for you uh, to really kind of make your mark in the NHL? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's exactly it. It's a big opportunity here, a lot of opportunity for me to really showcase myself and, you know, solidify myself as that full-time NHL player. And that's what I want to do. But while doing that, I also want to be good for this team and help this team continue on the run that it's going on right now to a hot hot start and, uh, you know, you know, help them lead them to the playoffs. What's that process like? meeting a new coaching staff like you you come in and you know it happens really fast and you come in and you go meet with the coaches and the general manager and torts what's that like what's that feeling like going through that is it excitement is there a little bit of nervous anticipation what's that all about yeah i think it's first and foremost really exciting to uh just first off meet the staff and you know obviously uh chuck and coach tortorella and the guys it's just exciting obviously a little bit of nerves there but it's uh those good nerves that you get that uh it's an excitement and um 
you know, it's been good. They've been very welcoming, uh, you know, easing me into the systems, teaching me the right ways about their systems and how to play and how they want me to play here. So it's uh, been exciting. Torts stresses a lot, Kiefer, that he wants players to be what they are, not try to be what they're not. And you're a shooter. Um, has he expressed that to you already? I want you to come in and, and do what you do well. Don't try and be something you're not, but come in. And I want you to fire that puck because you got one hell of a shot. Yeah, I think just talking with the coaches, they just want me to go out there and play my game. You know, just kind of like you said, just go out there and, uh, you know, play the play that be the player that you uh, that you are and play the role that you are and uh, do whatever you can to help the team. And that's what I'm going to do. Do you uh, lean on, you know, on dad in these situations quite a bit because dad played over 1100 games in the NHL? And he knows, you know, what it's like through the highs and lows of being a professional hockey player. Has he been a, a good resource for you uh, throughout your time since being drafted? Yeah, most definitely. I think, uh, you know, even before I was and just going through high school, juniors, all of it, my dad's always been there for me, really helping me stay even keel. And, you know, even my mom as well. My mom, Tracy, she's been a, a rock for uh, the family and for me. So, you know, those are two people I know I can call anytime and, you know, they'll help me and give me advice and, you know, try to lead me in the right direction and just help me in any way they can. And, you know, they're super supportive and, you know, so are my two sisters. So, uh, you know, I'm very happy to have such a loving, supporting family. Where'd that shot come from? You firing a lot of pucks in the garage back in the day, take out a few garage doors? Uh, yeah, uh, most definitely a lot of shooting a lot of pucks back in the day, just, you know, at before, after school, before and after practice, it was just, you know, I had a love for it. And, you know, I had my dad down there. He did help me out and, you know, created some cool tools for me to, you know, help me with my shooting. And I think it's just, it's something that I fell in love doing. And, you know, I'm happy I did, but it's something that, you know, anytime I could get on the ice and shoot box or just skate a little bit when I was younger, uh, it was a lot of fun to be a part of. Was, was dad down there with one of those old Sherwood 5030s, you know, like a tree branch twig firing pucks or was he, did he upgrade to a composite? Uh, he had some old Sherwoods down there, but he uh, <laughs> he upgraded to the uh, composite Sherwoods, so he stuck with the brand. But you know, he he still liked his Sherwoods. But uh, you know, as time's gone on and I've gotten older, I try to bring him back a few uh, newer sticks, and you know, he's pretty amazed at uh, you know how light they are. Let me guess. He says, "Man, I can you imagine what I could have scored with one of these?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's classic. Um, you know, for the people of Philadelphia, you know your game. As a shooter, what else have you kind of been working on in the past couple of off seasons to to take your game to the next level? Because as you play in the NHL, you learn a lot, Kiefer, and you go, okay, this is now I have some real world experience. I know what the, the time is like, the the space that I don't have. Basically, what have you worked on over the last couple of off seasons to take your game to another level? Yeah, for me, it's just been you know I've been working with skating coaches, working uh, just with skills coaches, and some uh, you know working hard in the off season to you know just work on um, kind of the big thing is just being controlled with the puck and having that patience with the puck to create plays and create those shooting lanes for myself. And you know if I'm moving my feet and I'm shooting the puck and I'm being physical, then you know that's how I want to be, and that's what I've been really focusing on in the off season. You know, you said you played here in Philadelphia against the Flyers, and you're an American guy, yeah, even though dad's Canadian, but you know what the fans of Philadelphia are like. You know the reputation of this sports city. It's a tough sports city. Uh, but they're one that if you work hard and, and you give an honest effort, they really appreciate. What's your kind of impression of fans of Philadelphia from the outside, and you want to get to know them now from the inside that they're cheering for you? 
yeah, obviously coming in here and playing some games against them. Uh, you know, they are a very uh, loyal fan base, a very uh, energetic fan base. And, you know, anytime you come here to play a game, you know, uh, you're going to get a lot of boos against you, a lot of cheers against you. But, you know, um, for me, you know, I've really prided myself on my hard work and determination out there. So I'm hoping I can uh, go out there and, you know, play the right way, play the right way for the coaches and, you know, help this team win games. And in the end, uh, you know, you know, help the fans uh, get a push for the playoffs again. With you only played one game for the Islanders this year. Where's your game right now? Do you feel like it's, at, you know, dialed in with not seeing a lot of action so far this season? Yeah, obviously just having a, you know, uh, one game there at the beginning, but, uh, you know, I've been working hard at my game and been doing a lot of extra work before and after practice in New York. And then even today I felt really good. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to go out there on Saturday and just go play my game. I want to keep it simple and just play the right way. It's the Islanders uh, face the Flyers on November 26th. It's a home and home. What would that be like for you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I haven't looked too far into it. I'm just trying to take it day by day here. But, um, you know, anytime you go against an organization that, you know, drafted you and you spent, you know, seven, six years of your life there, it's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, a whirlwind of emotions. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a Philadelphia Flyer now, and that's my uh, plan to help these guys win games. And it doesn't matter who it's against. I'm going to play hard for these guys, and I'm going to have their backs. Uh, last thing for you, you played in an organization that Lou Lamorello ran. Uh, will you grow a beard now? Because Lou does not allow players to grow the beard for the most part. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really decided on that yet. Um, I guess we'll uh, see what <laughs> happens. But, you know, Lou's been, uh, you know, that's obviously Lou's such a, you know, a historic person in this, uh, in the league. And, you know, I can't thank him enough for everything he's done for me. And, uh, you know, he really handles that organization with so much respect. Yeah, no question about it. Um, Kiefer, welcome to Philadelphia, man. Thanks for doing this. Uh, are you going to be in the lineup Saturday? Uh, I believe I've heard that I'm in the lineup Saturday. I don't know, but that's uh, I've heard that. So I guess you're not going to be able to give me who you might be playing with, too. So, well, I'm always looking to break a little news here on the pod. Uh, no, Kiefer, yeah. thanks. I don't know. <laughs> thanks for doing this, man. Best of luck. Uh, we appreciate it, and we'll talk down the road. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks to Kiefer Bellows for taking the time to join us on Flyers Daily. Great to talk to him and can't wait to see his game tonight at Wells Fargo Center as the Flyers take on the Canes. The top spot in the division belongs to the Flyers. It's early, but that still feels good. Let's see what happens tonight versus the Canes. We'll break it down tomorrow in another brand new episode of Flyers Daily. Have a great Saturday, everybody.